a global initiative that is supported by the innovative youth, empowered women, and the green energy sectors of Dubai. The Garden of Life Dubai aims to continue its collaborative and solution-finding interactions for many more years from its inception since November 2021. Now, part of these interactions include the youth-led panel that was just attended by 100 over participants from schools globally. We have had some modern crowdfunding exercises. And of course, this beautifully put together panel of amazing women sharing insights on mental health for meaningful engagement with self and others. So today we aim to understand how to navigate the new age social platforms while maintaining our mental hygiene. I am Francis, and with me, my co-host Asma, in this bilingual panel podcast on Arabic and English. I'd like to welcome our panel and Asma. Thank you for being here today, Asma. Thank you, Francis, for the introduction. Thank you all our wonderful speakers and listeners for being here with us today. It's such an honor. So let's get to know our panel for today's talk. Firstly, we have Dua Jaffer. She is a psychologist and a psychotherapist with bachelor's and master's in psychology from Egypt and UK, respectively. Secondly, we have Nawal Parker. She is a consultant for a global leadership assessment and executive search company. And thirdly, finally, we have Trent Ranchow. She is business consulting and life strategist, a mentor and a life coach. It is wonderful to have you ladies with us, and thank you once again. I would like to post our first question, um, because I'm just super excited. (laughs) First question goes out to Nawal first and Chow. Um, Due to your experiencing, owe owe it to your experience on life coaching. You see, with the current trend of filters, our colorful life on social media, how does one know and identify a mentally healthy or an unhealthy person, um, Nawal? I think with mental health, it's very difficult sometimes to gauge. um, As usually, people who are dealing with such disorders, you know, it's very hard for them to talk about it. And and us as individuals have to be aware um, of certain um, different areas that we can perhaps point out. so perhaps my body language, the language that they might use, the quality of their relationships, for example, with their family and their friends, um, definitely could be some, uh, some uh, alarming and warning signs. Mm, thank you so much. Um, uh, how about you, Chow? What, what could be a telltale signs of a healthy and unhealthy person uh, in your understanding? Yeah, uh, my my view is similar to uh, Nawal. Uh, basically, when someone posting something on social media, you can actually tell by um, the language they use and also the frequency. You know, sometimes they use code that meant to express the emotions and things like that. So, if you notice enough, you'll be able to see the patterns. And if um, they use more negative language uh, rather than positive one. Uh, that is a sign that they might have them and they might face struggles in life. And um, also the the way that they portray the, the photo um, or they interact with other people in their, their circle as well. Thank you, uh, Nawal and Chow. Uh, next question is to Dua. 
دعاء السؤال الجاي ليكي في الوقت الحالي مع تزايد رتم الحياه بنكون اغلب الوقت واخدين وضع الاستعداد وضع رد الفعل للاحداث اللي بتحصل حوالينا بدل ما نكون مستعدين ليها او مخططين ليها من قبلها ازاي الواحد يقدر يستوعب ويحدد اذا كان بيعاني من المشكله دي يعني انا في البدايه عايزة بس أقول نقطة مهمة أنه مع تصارع رتم الحياة في الوقت الحالي هو من الصعب أنه البني آدم يبقى عنده المقدرة أنه هو يبقى طول الوقت عنده توقعات للستب اللي جاية أو إيه اللي هيحصل بعد كده فأهم نقطة في الحتة دي أنه أنه إحنا كبني أدمين نقبل محدوديتنا في قدرتنا على توقع الأحداث والتخطيط ليها ونقبل أن إحنا التخطيط لحدود فيما أملكه يعني أو عندي سيطرة عليه زي أن أنا مثلا أحط بلان للشغل أحط بلان للمذاكرة الشهر اللي جاي أحط بلان لحاجات أنا عارفة أنها في إيدي وأنا مسؤولة عنها لكن أن أنا أكون متوقعة أن أنا مع التسارع زي ما قلنا رتم الحياة والأحداث اللي بتحصل والحاجات اللي ممكن تحصل فجأة زي مثلا ال- 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 الوضع الحالي أو الجائحة اللي احنا بنعاني كلنا منها فأنا مش هقدر أكون طول الوقت متوقعة حاجات زي كده فمن الحاجات المهمة جدا اللي احنا بنحتاج ان احنا نشتغل عليها يعني فكرة التقبل تقبل ان انا محدود في قدراتي كإنسان يعني وفكرة كمان ان انا اشتغل ونمي مهاراتي ان انا ابقى مور ريزيلينت ان انا يبقى عندي متانه نفسيه يعني اكتر بحيث ان انا اكون مرن اكتر في مواجهه ظروف او مواقف مفاجاه بتحصل لنا طول الوقت يعني شكرا لك يا دعاء على المشاركة ده. Thank you دعاء for sharing this. Yeah indeed it's correct that sometimes we cannot control everything around us but we have to accept our inability to control everything and we also have to build resilience for facing the problems or the issues that come in front of us just suddenly. With your background and expertise Nawal, I'd like to post this question to you. As a result of the demands of the current era, has the statistics been showing positive changes, uh, having lesser ha- self-harm situations caused by mental health? I definitely think there has been an increase in awareness, especially since um, you know the effect and the impact and the, and the impact that COVID had on us globally. Um, I definitely believe that the education system, for example, with the younger generation could do more um, to oversee, you know, how are, um, you know, the younger population um, navigating digital media um, could definitely could be a, a starting point and, and using that to address self-harm. I think from a corporate perspective too, um, there, could be, there could also be more of um, an awareness on mental health, especially coming from the leadership, Um, and ensuring that they address this from the top. Yeah, great. Thank you, Nawal. Thank you so much for those um, sharing ladies in primarily in identifying and um, recognizing um, unhealthy and healthy um, mental hygiene that we are fostering nowadays with all these platforms. It's, it's very insightful how to identify this because first and foremost, right? Um, acceptance or awareness is the first step. That's, that's what they always say. Um, with you um, knowing it, 
that's the only time that you can address it. This leads us to the second um, section of our um, discussion, uh, of our uh, sharings, of seeking the solutions um, and being able to identify, um, find, find uh, solutions for even on our own to those who are close to us. Um, so I would like to kindly ask Chow first and foremost is how do we correctly, how do you suggest that we correctly deal with managing these said noises and social media pressures? Um, just, uh, just the pressuring narrative that are, that are um, drowning our own mental strength. Um, so instead turning it into fruitful tools instead, what would you suggest how we can correctly manage this? So um, social media has um, two effects, right? Either it affects you negatively or positively. And I think that um, we've been talking negatively about social media impact. Um, but I also think that there are a lot of social media accounts that actually help elevating um, other people or lifting other people's mood, um, sending positive message. So uh, what, what I think how we can reduce the impact of um, the, the accounts is that we um, the user should go and do an audit on their following account to make sure that whatever they consume every day is positive. Um, and, you know, if anything that can cause them to feel like jealousy or um, make them feel less than who they are and things like that, they should... Uh, you know, go and unfollow those accounts. So basically doing auditing on their following and choosing what they consume on a daily basis will actually help reshape their, their mind and um, help them feel better on a daily basis as well. Wonderfully said, Chow. Thank you so much for sharing this. And I'd like to circle back when you mentioned that social media has also positive effects, not just negative ones. Yeah, this is uh, so true. And um, also that you mentioned that we also have power over, this is in other words, uh, we have power over uh, choosing what who to follow and how um, can this impact us. Uh, thank you for sharing this again. Uh, next, next question is to Dua. سؤال التالي ليك يا دعاء. هل أنت شايفة أن الحد من أو تقليل استخدام وسائل التواصل الاجتماعي ووضع حدود شخصية ممكن يكون ممكن تكون دي حلول لمشكلة أن السوشيال ميديا بتضغط علينا أو بتسبب لنا دائما شعور بأن إحنا في حاجة ناقصة أو في مقارنات بتحصل أو كده ده السؤال الأول والسؤال الثاني إيه هي برضو الأدوات أو الوسائل الثانية اللي إحنا ممكن نستخدمها عشان نحد من التأثير السلبي لوسائل التواصل الاجتماعي علينا يعني بما أننا بنتأثر ممكن غصب عننا نكون بنتأثر بالحاجات اللي إحنا بنشوفها ظاهريا ممكن رغم ان الحاجات ممكن الشخص اللي بيحط حاجات ايجابيه طول الوقت ممكن تكون حياته مش مظبوطه او فيها حاجات كتير مربكه او مرعبه احنا ما نعرفهاش فدول السؤالين يعني زي زي ما تشاو كانت بتقول انه استخدام السوشيال ميديا هو 
هو سلوك زي اي سلوك تاني احنا بنعمله زي زي الاكل زي ان احنا بنروح نعمل شوبينج فهو سلوك مش هيكون مش من المنصف ان احنا نبص له من منظور صح او غلط هو ده صح او غلط ولكن اللي ممكن يبقى مساعد لينا اكتر ان احنا كاننا حاطينه على سبيكترم كده والحد او قطب يعني وحدي القطب دول ما بين المنفعه اللي انا بحصل عليها من ان انا بستخدم السوشيال ميديا وايه المخاطر اللي ممكن تكون اكون بعرض نفسي ليها من باستخدامي لوسائل التواصل الاجتماعي فاحنا كلنا باستخدامنا لوسائل التواصل الاجتماعي احنا بنتحرك على السبيكترم ده احنا بنبقى رايحين جايين فبرضو تاني بيبقى مهم قوي فكرة ان انا ابقى واعية انا فين من طريقة استخدامي لوسائل التواصل الاجتماعي فاحنا يعني بناء على ده احنا ما نقدرش نقول ان احنا نمنع استخدام التواصل الاجتماعي او ان الحد التام يعني من استخدامها هو ده الحل ولكن الحل ان انا اكون واعية أثناء استخدامي للوسائل دي أو للسوشيال ميديا أنا بتابع إيه زي ما قلنا أنا بتفرج على إيه أنا عاملة فولو المين أنا أصلا بدخل أتابع الحاجات دي ليه هل أنا بتابع مثلا الحاجات دي في أوقات معينة في يومي وعاملة مثلا جدول لنفسي أو مش جدول بس اللي هو أنا مش طول الوقت قاعدة على السوشيال ميديا ولكن أنا لما ببقى فاضية أحيانا في ناس بتسكرول كده يعني لما بيكونوا ستريست عشان بس ينظموا أفكارهم ف المهم قوي في النقطة دي الوعي وعي وأنا بستخدم الوسائل دي وأن أنا برضو يعني ردا على الجزء الثاني من من السؤال أنه أنا برضو أبقى يعني مهم قوي أن أنا أبقى فاهمة وشايفة أنه لو أنا مثلا بتابع حد على على سي على انستجرام مثلا هي انفلونسر بتعمل او الكونتنت بتاعها عن الميك اب فانا لازم ابقى مستوعبه ان انا بس اللي هشوفه على الاكونت ده حاجات حلوه وواحده بتحط ميك اب ومبسوطه فمهم جدا ان انا برضو ما اسمحش انه الكونتنت اللي انا بتفرج عليه ده ياثر عليا في حكمي على نفسي انا وعلى حياتي وان انا ابدا اقع في حته المقارنه بيني وبينهم لان هو في النهايه شخص بيقدم محتوى فهو مش هيقدم لي اكتر من المحتوى اللي هو بيهدف يعني لتقديمه. شكرا لك يا دعاء على مشاركه رايك في الموضوع وفعلا صح جدا ان الوعي هو دايما الخطوه الاولى ل الحد من اي مشكله زي ما انت قلتي ان نكون واعيين احنا ليه بنستخدم السوشيال ميديا وايه الهدف منها وبنتابع مين وبنتابعهم ليه وطبعا زيها زي اي نشاط احنا بنعمله بيكون ليه اما اثر ايجابي او سلبي على حسب استخدامنا ليه شكرا ليك يا دعاء. I would like to um, ask um, the other two members of our panel uh, lovely ladies uh, Chow and Noel Chow first this same question because it's uh, intriguing and it's something that we need to dive uh, deeper into. You see, there's a lot of talk um, even in Chow's solution um, earlier with dealing with uh, all these external pressure. Um, a certain thing called personal boundary could be a solution. We hear that a lot recently. Um, setting up your boundaries so that you can maintain mental hygiene and mental health. Um, what other tools uh, you suggest um, that we can utilize? May it be in social media or on our physical social interactions? What kind of tools can we can we uh, use to battle such demands from external factors that that um, we can set these boundaries, uh, so-called uh, personal boundaries? Uh, Chow, please. Thank you for the questions, Francis. Uh, um, I, I think that 
to I think firstly, like you mentioned earlier, uh, we need to be aware, right? Um, so the, the, a lot of time, I think we all growing up and was told by our parents not to do this, not to do that and be nice and things like that. So we are conditions to kind of like trying to do everything for everyone. Um, so it's very hard for us to set boundary because we also don't know where is our boundary. So I, the self-awareness is important um, when it comes to this uh, because as long as we know where our boundaries are and what we should do, what we shouldn't do, um, I think we're able to, to set boundary right. So one of the tools that I personally believe in and um, I actually promote that you know, on my channels and everywhere is that um, you can do journaling because journaling is the space where you spend time, a lot of time with yourself and journal by, you know, writing down how your thought patterns every day, how you're feeling, you can recognize um, and learn about yourself a lot. So, you know, sometimes when I do, uh, I have coaching client and it's just a, such a simple questions, like what make you happy? Uh, there are a lot of people struggle with that or, you know, something like what are they good at, right? So most of them are really take a long time to answer or, you know, they're not able to answer at all because they're not aware of that. But so journaling is in a way that they spend time with themselves, asking themselves a lot of questions and takes time to think through. Um, so journal also proven that is improve your um, mental well-being as well as um, it is a tool that help you um, manage your thoughts and emotions better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, journaling definitely something that I, I feel is uh, very it's essential and it's important for everyone to uh, learn or, or to adapt. Um, yeah, and, and it will actually uh, help them feel calmer and um, improve their mental well on the long term as well. Thank you so much, Chao. Uh, what are your thoughts about this, Noel? Thank you. I submitted to Chao. I think there are two things um, that are really important. So first of all, of course, having self-awareness and second of all, balance. Um, and I definitely advocate to, in terms of self-awareness, really understanding what triggers certain anxieties or, or, you know, mental health issues or things like that and how different platforms um, that we use on a day-to-day -day basis can make you feel and what impact they have on you. Um, Research has suggested that perhaps doing experiments by rating your emotions from, for example, a scale of one to 10, with 10 being the most intensely you could feel or experience an emotion mm -hmm. before and after using social media um, could definitely help. Um, and if you notice, for example, that you feel less happy after using them, then you could perhaps consider how you can change um, using that particular social media platform for example, by using them for you know a less less of a duration and doing other activities instead, and research also supports that you know self monitoring can change your perception of social media. Mm -hmm. um, I also think it's really important to highlight that what we see um, on social media um, doesn't reflect reality, mm -hmm. um, and it's biased perspective of what's happening in the world. So I'd also encourage to encourage people to spend more time with people that they love, trust, um, you know, engaging with friends, family, doing things that they love, um, 
is definitely a good personal ba- personal boundary um, and setting a balance between, you know, the amount of time we, we spend online um, as opposed to spending it with ourselves and, and with others. Thank you so much, Noel. Those are three uh, lovely sharings um, on, on how we can set personal boundaries and really elevate ourselves. But the common denominator in there, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, ladies, but that is really actively um, seeking out a solution, right? It's it, We can't be just resting on our laurels and just um, uh, being swayed by what's out there, because that's what you said, Noel. It's um, it's not all true <laughs> what you see. <laughs> um, if you just continue on believing in them and, and being swayed by them, uh, you're as if uh, going through life without uh, your own thoughts and without actively participating in your own personal life. So that is a frightful um, thought even. But thank you, uh, ladies. And now, well, I would like to continue with you. Um, since uh, since um, Garden of Life, uh, Dubai, our founding initiative here has always been uh, one of it. One of our initial uh, founding is to impart support and empower other women. This aside from uh, supporting youth initiatives and as well as green energy, uh, sus- uh, sustainable uh, solutions. But um, my question is, as a career-driven, balance-it-all woman that you are, could you share how one may support another woman in in the context of of corporate life balance, that is? Sure. I think definitely creating an environment and culture where 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 women feel heard, um, listened to, and comfortable to share the different challenges um, that they're going through. So being empathetic, um, compassionate, you know, not always knowing what someone is going through behind closed doors is really important. And I think in our day-to-day, as we get busy with our our lives and our work, we often tend to forget that. So really taking a moment to step back and check in with others at work um, and in your personal life is definitely a a very easy way of, of us just being more conscious of what other women may be going through. Um, definitely from a corporate perspective, I think some ways that companies can can help with, you know, well-being and mental health is perhaps to include it in, um, in things such as mental health care, in, in medical insurance policies, for example, as well as including mental health awareness um, as part of the company's communications and ensuring that stakeholders um, and leaders within the company are actively involved and advocating that. Thank you, Noel, for sharing this. Yeah, this is completely true. Um, like including mental health insurance is this is a valid point. It's uh, also encouraging for people to uh, work more on saving their mental health or uh, giving attention to it, and also spending on awareness. This is also important. Thank you so much, Noel, for sh- your sharing. Uh, the next, next question is to Dua. Dua, can you tell us about the society and 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 the society
يعني هو من خلال خبرتي كأم يعني الأول وكمان يعني كمعالجة نفسية وخصوصا في آخر سنة يعني كان يعني بدأت أركز أكتر في الشغل مع الستات خصوصا فيما يخص يعني أسبكت أنا بدأت أشوف أنه هو مهم جدا بالنسبة للستات اللي هو متعلق بالسلف كير أو الرعاية الذاتية يعني ده من خلال بقى تجربتي أنا مع الأمومة من الحاجات اللي احنا بنغفلها جدا كسيدات وكفتيات يعني ويمكن ده له علاقة شوية بطبيعة الطريقة اللي بنتربى بيها إن غالبا يعني في أغلب الثقافات العربية إن البنت لازم بقى يعني تضحي وتيجي على نفسها عشان خاطر إخواتها وباباها وبعدين لما تتجوز جوزها وبعد كده لما يبقى تبقى أم يبقى هي بتضحي بقى تماما عشان أطفالها فمفهوم الرعاية الذاتية بقى شبه رفاهية وأحيانا في بعض يعني القطاعات الثقافية في مجتمعاتنا بتبقى أنانية إنه الست تاخد مساحة لنفسها عشان تعتلي بنفسها بأمور بسيطة جدا بيبقى الموضوع صعب يعني أحيانا في ستات لما بنطرح الفكرة دي إنه إيه الحاجات اللي ممكن تخليكي يعني في نص اليوم كده تبقي ريلاكسد أكتر وتبقي يعني قادرة أن أنت تكملي بقية اليوم والمهام الكتير اللي وراكي ففي ستات وبيحلموا كده بس أن هم يقعدوا يشربوا كوباية الشاي سخنة في يومهم يعني هم بيبقوا مضغوطين لدرجة أن هم ما بيبقاش عندهم مساحة من الوقت أن هم يعملوا ده وحتى مش قادرين بينهم وبين نفسهم أن هم يقولوا ده لأن هم كده يبقوا أنانيين ومش أمهات مثلا صالحين و و و و ومهتمين بنفسهم أكتر من ولادهم فمن الحاجات المهمة جدا اللي بحس أن احنا محتاجين أن احنا نركز عليها مع الستات أنه قد ايه مهم ان انا عشان اقدر اكمل وعشان اقدر ادعم بقيه الناس الشبكه اللي حواليا دي سواء ولادي جوزي اخواتي انا محتاجه ان انا اهتم بنفسي ان انا محتاجه يعني لو تخيلنا مثلا ان احنا ككوبايات كده ومليانه ميه فلو انا الحنفيه دي مفتوحه طول الوقت انا مش بشيل الكوبايه من تحت الحنفيه فهتيجي لحظه الميه دي هتغرق الكوبايه تماما فانا محتاجه الوقت ده عشان افضي الكوبايه ويبقى في مساحه تاني ان انا استقبل اكتر من اللي حواليا واقدر اكون فعلا مساعده ليهم ما بقاش انا المشاعر دي او الـ 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 الضغوطات اللي انا بمر بيها وشايلاها تبقى بتغمرني يعني وابقى مش قادره في الاخر ان انا اعمل ده فانا بشوف ان احنا دورنا بقى كمجتمعات وك يعني كهيئات ومؤسسات يعني مختلفة دورنا ان احنا نوعي السيدات بأهمية وجودهم هم كسيدات وأهمية اعتنائهم بنفسهم عشان يقدروا يكملوا دورهم في الحياة سواء هي ابنة أخت أم وأين كان الدور اللي بلعبه شكرا ليك يا دعاء وفعلا عندك حق هي المشكلة بتكون للأسف في الأغلب بتكون بسبب التربية ودورنا إحنا إن إحنا نكون واعيين إن في مشكلة وإن إحنا نقدر نحلها زي ما أنت قلتي إن يكون يكون كمان نركز على توعية الستات إن هم دورهم المهم الأول إن هم ياخدوا بالهم من نفسهم عشان يقدروا ياخدوا بالهم من غيرهم فشكرا ليك يا دعاء على مشاركة الفكرة دي Yes, shukran doa. <laughs> This panel has truly been um, very insightful, really, ladies, from Chao to Doa to Nawal. Uh, we have managed to gather insights on 
how to find balance and being empathetic from Noel. We do have uh, the checks and balance through journaling from Chow and also a different sort of self-care so that you are able to impart also love and care to those uh, nearest and dearest to you from Doha. These are wonderful sharing ladies. Uh, we have arrived to our final question for this afternoon, even though I'd love to take more of your time and dig deeper. Um, the final uh, question that we have is addressed to all of our dear panelists, starting from Chow, uh, then to Nawal and to Doa. Please share to us your most important advice or tip in staying mentally healthy. Please, Chow. Um, thank you, Francis, uh, for the questions again. I, I think this is a very important point that... Um, yeah, it, it's actually very useful for everyone because when it comes to mental health and mental well-being, uh, it is it sounds easy, but it's, it's extremely hard to keep it balanced. Um, and my advice for me is that please do not wait until it's too late to actually take care of your mental well-being. So, um, you know, from whatever that um, Doa Noah was sharing earlier, I think self-care is very important. Taking care of your mental well on a daily basis is extremely important. Um, you know, when when work or life get harder, so please do take a break. Uh, you know, everyone deserves a break. And we cannot keep going by keep going, right? We have to take a break uh, in order for us to get recharged, to <clears throat> basically feel um uh, feel better and mentally and physically in order for us to have the energy to keep going. Um, because if we don't take care or we don't take charge of our mental well on a daily basis, when it's too late, it will take us years to recover and it's going to cause a lot more impact than we ever imagined. So my advice is to please uh, take a moment every day uh, to do self-care, to do something that's good for your mental well-being. Thank you so much, um, Chow. Um, Nawal, please, your thoughts on important advice, rather, on um, staying mentally superb. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so when I, when I spoke about having a balance, um, I also believe that being more present um, is very important um, and just accepting where you are and welcoming where you are in your journey. And that's also accepting that there will be good days and there will be bad days. I think often when we're faced with bad days, they can become very overwhelming for, for us. Um, but actually accepting that it's okay to have, you know, to have days where you're not at your best and perhaps not be at, you know, your top performance um, and knowing that better days will come and just having that faith. faith. Um, and just learning from those and, and different experiences that we go through. I also think, you know, advice for staying mentally healthy is identifying what our triggers are. Um, and that's really important, um, as, as Chai was saying. So having that self-awareness, when you are feeling anxious, um, have lower self-esteem, just really trying to understand, looking introspectively to see where that might be coming from so that it's, it's easier for you to tackle them. And also, I think, um, I know we focus a lot on, on women, but also for men as well. Asking for help is really important. Um, this goes for both genders. Sometimes it's very difficult for us to, to ask for help when we're struggling. So identifying who, who those people are that we trust um, and asking for help is, is fine. And I also advocate for, for professional help as well. I think sometimes speaking 
to an objective person really helps us to see things from a different perspective and they can professionally guide us on, on ways that we can navigate through our issues. That's beautifully said, Noel. Doa, one, uh, finally, um, please uh, share us uh, your tri- uh, tips uh, or tip, just one or many, <laughs> on staying uh, mentally healthy, please. Um, I, I totally agree with Chao and Nawal on these tips. And I also want to add that it's very important from my point of view that everyone uh, be able or uh, to, to recognize and, and identify their warning signs. These warning signs are very different from a person to another. These warning signs are telling me that um, I'm almost very close to be overwhelmed and I need to have this rest and to have this time to myself and take care of myself. So um, as much as it's, it's important to know the triggers and to uh, recognize my thoughts and how I perceive everything is going on around me, it's also to focus on these warning signs that might help me not to get to this point that I'm totally overwhelmed. Thank you. Thank you. Ciao, Nawar and yeah, uh, for Dua's answer, uh, answer in Arabic, um, self-awareness when we identify what is the things that trigger something or trigger something or trigger something رد الفعل ممكن يبان إن هو غير مبرر فإن الواحد يقدر يشتغل على النقطة دي دي فعلًا حاجة مهمة. Um, thank you once again uh, to all our lovely panelists. Hope you enjoyed the conversation as much as we did. To our dear listeners, you can reach out to our speakers through the links in our description box. Stay tuned for our next episode. Thank you, Dua, Nawal, and uh, Ciao.